Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. Craig Hoffman here, Logan Paulson there. Join us live on Thursday night. Uh, right here on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page, if that is where you are watching this episode. Uh, we are hoping to be live streaming at 7 o'clock. Also, uh, we will send out the StreamYard link, uh, which is the software, I guess, website, whatever it is, uh, that we use to record so that you guys can actually come in the studio with us, these, this virtual studio, and ask us questions in person. So we look forward to that coming up on Thursday night. Uh, all right, Logan, we look broader scope. Uh, the dust has settled. Cardinals lose again last night. They're really now officially out of it. Um, they also, the news just came down. Kyler Murray did indeed tear his ACL, which is such a bummer. Um, a bummer. Last night on that third play of the game when he went down and ultimately was carted off against New England. So it, the, the teams that are possible to make the playoffs now have really been narrowed down. Um, the the um, Lions are trying their damnedest to get back into it yeah i will include them uh kind of as the floor here but in the nfc you know philly minnesota san francisco tampa are your division leaders right now dallas washington new york the three nfc east teams have the three wild card spots you have the seahawks at seven and six a half game back of washington new york and then a game behind them at six and seven are the detroit lions if you are the commanders like how much looking around are you doing if anything uh, and and kind of what's the conversation in the locker room this week leading into this game? Where, by the way, if you win this, the stats say you're somewhere between 85 and 90 percent likely to make the playoffs. So it, I think it really is easy for Ron to be like, "Hey guys, focus on this one." Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. There's to me, there's no looking around because you control your own destiny. The only time you look around is when you don't control your own destiny. You're like, "Oh, this team has to lose when they play this team, and this has to happen, and this the stars have to align, and lightning has to strike this spot three times." That's the stuff you're like looking around for, and you're like, "Well, can we, um, can we get in? Can we get in on some lucky stuff?" But when it's when it's in your hands, when it's your thing to control, it makes it very straightforward. It's like win this game win this game, take advantage of this opportunity, and you're going to be an excellent spot. So, you know, like I said, I think this is a – like this is this is exactly how you write it up if you're Ron Rivera. You basically say, we we took a tie when we are in the Meadowlands. We're coming off the bye. We have an extra week of prep. Our guys are going to be healthier. Um, it's in it's at FedEx Field. Like this should be – I don't want to say an easy win because there are no easy wins, but as easy as a win as you can get. And, um, you know, when that's how I'd like to bet. I'd like to bet on it because – you know, like I want to make the playoffs. I want this team to make the playoffs. And that's the parameter I'd love to have a game where I'm coming off the bye. Scott Turner's excellent off the bye. Um, it's at home, not a big road trip deal. Like, let's get this thing done. Let's get this in the bag. Let's get to the playoffs. 
Yeah, Aaron Schatz of Football Outsiders has it. it Washington wins. They're 86% in the playoffs, 28% with a loss. The Giants are 90% with a win, 31% with Whoa. a loss. Uh, Seattle's 57% either way. Uh, they're, the, the Washington result doesn't really matter to them, I guess. Uh, and then Detroit, 20% if the Giants win, 21% if Washington wins. And obviously that they're doing calculations based off of what they would need and then strength of schedule and, and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff over the final couple of weeks of the season. But it shows you like 86% of the time, uh, if you're 86% chance, if you win this game, uh, you're in. And if you win two out of the last three, you're basically guaranteed because you have a, uh, a two game lead essentially over New York because you've got the tiebreaker and you've got the, uh, the game in hand. So this game is, is kind of worth double in that way. Uh, as you then look around the rest of the NFC, is there a team that you would prefer to see in the playoffs team that you would like to avoid? Uh, I think everyone's going to kind of want Tampa. That's going to be basically impossible uh, to catch the Cowboys. Cowboys would have to lose out. You'd have to win out. And then I'd have to, I'd have to check on what the tiebreakers even are uh, assuming that Tampa finishes fourth Dallas, obviously uh, currently in the five spot, but between, I guess, Minnesota and San Francisco is realistically what we're talking about in that first round with the Eagles uh, all but securing the bye, like, is there any, either of those teams? I think we talked about this a little bit the other day, but either either one of those teams that you would prefer to see. Is there a, even a question there, Craig? Like, I mean, holy cow, would you rather see the 49ers who just smoked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 35-7 to and seem to be kind of – like, I look at that roster and I'm just like, how did they do that? Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, obviously Debo Samuel got hurt, but one of the best offensive lines in the league, the best defense in the NFL at the moment. I don't know, man. I don't think I want any part of that team until, you know, maybe round two later in the playoff picture. When you I have want to face them. Yeah, I want Minnesota, man. Their defense is struggling. They've given up 400 yards in six consecutive games or whatever it is. You know, I think Kirk is playing well. Obviously, Justin Jefferson's a heck of a – like he might break the 2,000-yard barrier for a receiver, which would be pretty spectacular for him. But I just look at this and I say, like, that is a team that is that that is better – that is worse than their record. And to see how they played them, uh, the commanders played them in the in the matchup here. I think, man, that is an opportunity for this team to do some stuff, you know, catch a catch a team that's not as hot as San Francisco and um, and do some good stuff in the playoffs. So I get a first round playoff win. If, if I had to pick a team, that would be it. So you're right is the first. Thing. <laughs> if you're going to make the case for Sam for, for Minnesota, it would be. I feel like the Minnesota is a tougher place to play. That dome gets nuts. Um, it's a very cool stadium. Yeah. They've got the Viking ship, the whole thing. San Francisco is a really solid. I feel like. I mean, you 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 played in Levi Stadium. It's not it's not Candlestick. It's not it's no, not the old. Place. It's much more corporate. Like they yeah. have a lot of uh, like so. Basically, the construction of the stadium is such that like you have a lot of skyboxes. Yeah, and so they're all enclosed. Like it's 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 more of like a you know Silicon Valley wine and cheese like there for business meetings type crowd. And it's a very expensive stadium to get seats. So you kind of lose some of that, you know, raucous tailgating fan in there. Right. So you lose you lose a little playoff atmosphere. So that would be that would be part actually that's part two. Part one is is Brock Purdy. And yeah. what Brock Purdy did last week was phenomenal. That kid has no fear, but eventually, you know, five weeks from now, like is he still gonna be able to play like that? Or is is the NFL gonna get some tape on him and go, all right, he's Mr. Irrelevant that dude's not beating us in a playoff game. Like Jack, if you're Jack Del Rio, are you licking your chops going, 
all right, so I'd rather face that guy than Kirk Cousins. And not that Kirk scares the daylights out of you, but he's still Kirk Cousins compared to Brock Purdy, seventh round pick. And I realize I'm saying that right now. And this, you know, Brock Purdy turns out to be awesome. This clip will live on in infamy. Um, but uh, that would be the, I guess, the only thing is like you are facing Mr. Irrelevant from the most recent draft. You are facing the guy that went two rounds after Sam Howell. Um, yeah. And so that would be my only thing. But to circle back to where I started and where you ended, you're right, because that Niners defense is disgusting. And I yes. want no part of them if I'm Taylor Heineke uh, coming up in the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, to your question about Brock Purdy, I think Kyle has shown a proclivity. Now, obviously, it's two games in, so we'll see how this progresses, like you said. But uh, Kyle Shanahan has shown a proclivity for taking quarterbacks who do what he wants them to do. You know, Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard, guys that I played with who are good football players, but by no means elite players, and is able to cultivate an offense of structure around them that supports them in their in their skill set. And then if they're supported by excellent defensive play, like. I, I think Brock Purdy might come back down to earth a little bit. He will. I mean, he basically had like a perfect game the other day. But he, Scott, uh, Scott, no, Kyle can make that work. And the other thing that you're going to run into is that Jimmy Garoppolo might be back for the playoff push in a couple of weeks, right? So I think that's another element that needs to be considered is that that team, you know, they could be getting healthy at the right time and you don't want any part of that. Uh, I do think that trip is also terrible. Going to San Francisco is tough. Like I'd much – yeah prefer from a travel standpoint to go to Minnesota, but you're right. That Minnesota stadium is awesome. Great energy, great in environment. It, it would be very bumping there for sure. Did you get a uh, chance to a, play there? Yeah, I played there. Um, it's it's oh, I cool. guess you definitely would have because you were in Chicago when that Chicago, place was open. Chicago, yep. When and I played, yeah, I played there. It was like the year after it opened. So it, it was pretty cool though. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, um, I still think Minnesota's the team just because I think that they're, they're not playing as well right now. Like right now, I think if you were, you could make a legitimate argument that um, San Francisco is the second best team in the NFL at the moment, even with Brock Purdy at the helm. Well, that was actually the next thing I was going to ask you. Like if you go power rankings, Anthony and I did this uh, yesterday. Well, as we're recording this yesterday, Monday on the Hoffman show, people want to check it out. Go back to the Hoffman show podcast, hour one from Monday. And um, we did our power rankings, top five teams in the NFL. Uh, what, what would your top five in the NFL be right now? Yeah, so I think I would probably go and do you want an order, like one through five? Uh, Yeah, that's how we okay. do it. In terms of teams, I, I wouldn't want any part of it. It would probably be Kansas City, I would say, is, is probably my number one. Philly, Buffalo, um, Buffalo or the 49ers, three or four, doesn't matter. But I'll put the 49ers four because of the Brock Purdy thing. And then for a fifth team, I don't even know who I'd put in there. Um, Dallas, maybe? Like, I say that... I had Dallas. Anthony's fifth team was Cincinnati. Yeah, I'd go Cincinnati over Dallas as of right now. Like, we'll see how that shakes out over the last couple of weeks, but I, that's very close for me. Cincinnati, so I, I think quarterback's yeah. better. So, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I, I know he went, I, I'll tell you exactly what I told him. I hear you on Cincinnati. I don't agree, but I have no qualms. Yeah. Um, it is, they're, they're kind of close. And actually today on the show, so folks will, if you want to hear this, it will have already happened by the time the podcast comes out. Uh, you can check out either on the Rewind app or Rewind on the Odyssey app or the Hoffman Show podcast uh, for this. We're going to do like tiers of teams today. So that's going to be kind oh, of fun nice. to yeah. place where, where Washington is in terms of tiers. But like Dallas and Cincinnati are kind of in that same tier. Yeah. Um, but... I, to me, I had Philly one. I, I actually think that they're the team I want 
they're they're just so confident in what they do right now. Yeah, they're, they're very good. But Kansas City was my two. Buffalo was my three. Uh, I think I actually had Dallas. Who am I missing? Uh, Dallas and San Francisco. Uh, I think I had Dallas four, uh, even ahead of San Francisco oh, because really? of the Brock Purdy thing. Because the thing is with Dallas, um, and we haven't really talked about them much, but like, God, if you have to beat them at the end of the season, uh, and they don't, it's a game that doesn't matter for them. That could be super interesting. Commanders have been in that situation before. It did not go well uh, it, against the New York yeah. team a couple of years ago. Um, I know because I was there. Um, but for Dallas, they've got an offense that's capable of massive production. Um, obviously, we think about what they did to the Colts the other the other week. The Colts are not great, but 33-0 against an NFL team in a single quarter is preposterous. Yeah. Um, aided by turnovers, obviously, and, and some some non-offensive points, but still that's that's nuts. Um and then defensively, like their pass rush scares the daylights out of you. Like Micah Parsons. Is, is there a player in the league who more concretely can ruin a game by himself that is not a quarterback? Yeah, uh, maybe like, ruin, like ruin, ruin a game for for the opponent opposing teams. Like Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, that type, that caliber. Maybe, yeah. but maybe one of the Bosa brothers. Uh, Nick, I think, I think Parsons is more capable than all of them. Like Donald, yeah, but I Donald's think the exception. Yeah, I think statistically right now, like this season, Miles Garrett and Parsons are basically the same. You know, but I think. I have to go look it up, but I think Parsons has less rushes than Miles Garrett. So again, kind of speaking to your point, Nick Bosa, I think is again in the same type of tier. But yeah, I agree. I think Parsons is a very special player from a pass rush standpoint. And um, the thing is with him yeah. though, they move him around so much. Like they can they do, find, yeah. they will find the way Dan Quinn will to make him your nightmare. And yeah. so I think that's why I have them where they are uh, in my little power rankings that mean absolutely nothing. And we'll find out uh, how, how accurate they were when it comes playoff time. But like, I don't want a, any piece of Dallas if I'm one of the, the other teams in the league, um, because what they can do to you defensively uh, and the potency they have offensively. And at this point, they're pretty experienced, too. Like this is a team that's been in the playoffs multiple years. Like Dak's got a couple of playoff starts under his belt um, and they just got to go out and actually do it. Uh, and we'll see if they're. They're capable of doing that and and you know Ken McCarthy be a little more innovative than he's been in some playoff games past where it's like buddy it's it's time to time to turn it up yeah. hey turn the lights on time to party uh let's I guess you turn the lights off it's time to party but you know you know what I mean turn the lights on it's time to go to work there uh, we go, go, with, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh today's been a show of tortured analogies one of them didn't make the show if you made it this far you get to know that but you don't get to know what it is because we cut it uh all right that's the show uh Wherever you're listening right now, we appreciate it. Uh, subscribe right there if you are not already. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, make sure you check us out this weekend. Countdown to kickoff gets you set for Sunday Night Football at 6 p.m. Coming up on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. And we'll see you guys. Oh, I'll see you on the radio for the Hoffman Show, and then we'll see you guys for the live show, 7 o'clock Thursday night for Take Command. And then if you are like, that's cool and all, but I just want to listen to it as podcast. Then it'll be in your feeds as usual on Friday, uh, right there in uh, first thing Friday morning. So make sure you subscribe. It'll be right there. And we'll see you then. For Logan, I'm Craig. This is me. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening right now. Uh, because obviously, if you're listening there, our, our podcast is available. And, th- and then you can subscribe there. And then you can have it. Anytime we put out a new episode. Anytime you want it. And it helps us out, guys. Help us out. Help yeah, us help if, you. If you don't want to do it for your own listening good, uh, do it for us. Be altruistic or whatever that version is. I like that. Yeah, I, I, that's a good word.